The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black & Studios, Oklahoma's premier podcasting production studio. Passion, motivation, lifestyle. If you want to become a member of Black & Studios, go to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram page at Black & Studios. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. Oh, my God. You hear that, baby? Dude, there's nothing like Tank in the air. Tell me about it. Oh. I mean, Tank is like... The fucking... It's like, get your shit together, let's go. If I could wake up to that every morning, you know what? I do, actually. Yeah, I well, say, I actually go to sleep to it every night. See, I wake up sometimes to that, sometimes I change it. You know, I like the, uh, like those harmonicas uh, that they play. Hang on, I got over here burping from all this vodka and orange get it juice. Out. Yeah. Thanks to One Mic, One Voice. Yes, thank, thank you, you Mr. One. Owens. <laughs> I know but, you're crazy. <laughs> this is Elijah Bailey. And this is Richard Taplin. And we, together with our powers combined, are the Elijah Bailey Force. I was going to say Captain Planet, but yeah, that works. Fuck no. Fuck no. The Elijah Bailey Show. Okay, on that note, uh, we want to give a very special hi from me, Richard, and Deshaun, and Michael to Heather Johnson. Hey, you know hey. Heather. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is the Elijah Bailey Show. We're back. But FYI, I, I, I love you too, Nick. Yes, Nick is I, I, awesome. I actually love Nick. Nick is... Mm, it's, thinking it's about the Nick. hug yeah. I have from and, him at the OKC podcast meetup, which went pretty good. Yeah, the Creeper. The Creeper's only deal that, that... And this was the actual Creeper from Scooby-Doo. He went around table to table... Is asking for the OKC podcast, and we're we're all about meeting the fans. But when you look like that, <laughs> look like you're getting ready to fuck somebody, uh, it's just kind of a no go. But we love everybody at the OKC podcast meetups. Nick Johnson has done a video with me, um, calling out the gamer stand. Uh, he has grown his beard out with me, showed me how to shape my mustache when I had it from November. So yeah, he holds a special place in my heart. But Caleb Haldane had a pretty good fucking beard when he came up here. Episode oh, 51. Caleb, how dare oh, dude. The don't guy for- that keeps me sharp don't, on don't, my feet. Don't forget the hammock. Oh, and can't oh, forget John. the hammock. John is, he's been, uh, I haven't seen him in a while, but I see him at the gym quite often. And, when, you know, when you're in the gym, there's a certain kind of atmosphere there. We talk a little bit of podcasts, but usually we just, you know, yoke it up a little bit. So, I mean, that's Red Six to Golden Corral. And I can't mention Red Six to Golden Corral without mentioning the one, the only Chicks with Flicks podcast. I think that they have uh, they won our movie game, so they beat Red Six to Golden Corral. And in some aspects of life, they're they're a little bit better. But I mean, we love everybody up there. Mallory uh, just had a I think award or a shout out in the in the local newspaper. Oh, for, really? For her podcast and for food and stuff. So I mean, everybody's doing really well. Caleb Masters is fucking traveling the world like Carmen San Diego. No, nah, tell me fucking about it, dude. I'm so I'm jealous, but. I digress. Well, let's just lead right into this. Shout-outs. We, we gave our shout-outs. Uh, shout-outs to everybody in the OKC podcast community. We love you guys. We love being there and, and, and just messing around. Uh, Courtney can't schedule the meetup this month, so Caleb Haldane jumped in for it. And I think it's on the Must have 17th. Heard, I haven't heard anything yet. Because <laughs> the 18th is Sunday. Uh-huh. And we have a special guest coming next Sunday on the 11th, so I think it's the 17th we're having it down. And it's a different location. It's, it looked kind of bougie, like – I guess Caleb's going to pay for everybody's shit. I, I didn't see this invite. Uh, it, did he not invite me? He he did it a little bit differently. You know, you know, Caleb has to do things the Canadian way. Okay, you know, so okay. I'll, I'll I'll try to find it and send it to you. Right. Uh, Is that year, the, where's it at? Uh, I can't remember the name. I've never heard a name that impressive before. Huh. You know, I don't eat it. I don't spend that much money. I eat a lot of food, so I got to get it at a, at, a, at a good deal. So I, it's it's one of those places where you look like, hmm, do I want a regular glass or a crystal glass? You don't even have to ask me. Give me a regular glass. Give me a plastic cup. I'll, I'm fine with a plastic <laughs> cup. 
Uh, also, shout out to the Black Nerd Squad. I, there's not anything bad I can ever say about Black Nerd Squad. That they just, I don't know. They have this essence about them. When they send you a tweet on Twitter, or if they send you something on Facebook, you're like, damn, they really you know, they really care. And they give a shout-out to every Friday. Uh, we went down as the OGs this week because we support them, and they you know sell, tell people to come and follow us on Twitter. So if you're with somebody that's not following us right now, go to Instagram and Twitter, at Elijah Bailey Show, SHO without the W, and follow us on Facebook at The Elijah Bailey Show. Uh, next, shout-out to Podcasting Smarter. Jennifer Crawford's just been hitting us with all kinds of information. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and I want to give an also shout out okay. to uh, the the episode that they did with mm. Mike Stojic on it. Uh, that was man, badass. Oh, it's it's, it's was, so good hearing a show, hearing Mike's voice, and then hearing the studio Black and Studios mention on it, <laughs> and hearing <laughs> yeah. both of our names dropped a yeah, couple dude. times. Uh, so shout out to Jennifer Crawford yeah, uh, and, and my Mister Mike, Mike Stojic. 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 Thank not, you. He's not Russian. I know, but you, you know, he got a beer. Yeah, I just want to throw it in there. Yeah. And uh, I, we actually sent him something, and uh, so I hope he gets it. I signed your name. I forged it, so okay. they can probably tell because your handwriting looks better. <laughs> I don't think like, you see my handwriting. You write so. like chicken shit. Uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, I don't think I've had a better liquor than what Mike sent us. That shit. Was oh man, smooth. that's one reason why I sent him. I actually sent him of uh, Jeff um, Provine's book. Yeah, Provine's book. He, and shout out to Jeff because he came up here in the rain. After his book signing last week, man, Jeff uh, is a fucking to come up here and sign that book, uh, Thirty One cool Stories people. of Ghosts. I think that's the name of it. Thirteen Ghost Stories. I thought it was Thirty One. Thirty One, yeah, for yeah. Halloween. My bad. See, I'm thinking of Scooby Doo. Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, we're, not talking about we're all mixed up. No, because I said that guy that was at the OKC podcast meet that was like the creeper from Scooby Doo. Yeah, so yeah. I'm getting you're thinking up. like Scooby Doo. Hey, I am. And the last one is the extraordinary journey of a black nerd group, which is now heroes, villains, and crap. They changed their name. Because we've been getting into a lot of debates. Started by my one of my other podcasts, Superpower Movie Podcast. Um, but they've been doing stuff like getting squads together, teams versus other teams, Marvel's DC, or independent characters. So go check them out. Always find and follow these groups on Facebook or Instagram. Um, other than that, let's get right into it. So I got a new segment. Instead of Son of a Bitch of the Week, because I don't have a Son of a Bitch this week. I'm so happy. There's been some shit that's been going on, but I'm actually happy this week. We're going to do a, a new segment called What Up With That? What up with that? Okay. All right. So what up with that? So anime fanboys and girls, most like most of the time is fanboys. This is what I've been running in this week. Whether it's with uh, one, you know, the Krillnet podcast or Dragon Ball Z or anime in general, people always think they know every fucking thing about anime and then want to debate and argue with you all the time. I had one guy put a post up and uh, he was asking, "God dang, what he said? Who is stronger, Kid Boo or Super Boo? Super Boo?" And then he said, put the correct answer. So if you don't have the correct answer, him and his friends come on there and call you out. And I'm just like, why is the anime community? We have Funimation. I know. We have Funimation and Crunchyroll that crossed over because Crunchyroll has been so good at at, uh, simulcasting and doing some other things. But they weren't very strong at dubbing and some other aspects. So they teamed up with Funimation. So if they can do that. And, I mean, the anime community is small in that perspective as far as a company a business an industry so most people know each other why can't the anime fans be that same way hmm. why the hell are you guys so angry when somebody says something wrong why don't you try to get somebody on the show because people are like i don't want to see dragon ball z because it's stupid and then they're like well you're fucking dumb you know what i'm glad you brought that up too because one i think because the internet has brought out a lot of like kind of hate um and you just yeah. got those people that just like to troll because i was watching um uh, the latest episode of super 
today, yeah. this morning, and I was I was kind of fast forwarding through it because you know it's it's, it's a good filler. But it's a filler. Yeah. You uh, in a, as an anime lover, you you tend to granted you may not be fond of fillers, but you know fillers are there. Yeah. So they you appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. You have a reason for fillers. You know you don't want to just jump in these most this shows. Was a, this was a Dragon Ball filler. It, it was a Dragon, like, and it felt like and they were actually paying contribute or is that I saying the right word? They were actually paying. They were actually paying respect respects, yeah. to Dragon Ball. Yeah. In this episode, which was funny because we've been talking about Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. And there was so much. I was reading the comments. You know, you're watching on Facebook Live. They show all yeah. the comments and everything. Yeah, which is, I don't like that. But th- they were saying like, you know, lots of people, so many mad people in here, and it was just a bunch of hate, so many yeah. frown faces. And you know, like, like people just try to find chill way to out. They just got done with an amazing arc. Oh, amazing dude. arc. And let now, the fillers come through until we get to the next one. Let 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 our emotions calm down. Let us laugh. Because Dragon Ball Z can be a, a, a comedy anime. Yeah, that's what it started as, yeah. And let it move over to the next filler. You have to build up to the because next filler. You can't just have after action this. after action after action. Because if you did, they'd be like, well, what the fuck? I, I'm going to have to miss this these days. I wish uh, DB Super would go ahead and have some filler in here so that way I could catch up on Because that's what filler is sometimes. You just catch up on it in between arcs. And, it, again, it gives you a place to build from, like you said. And I think what happens is I think so many people, are, their attention span is short. Yeah. So most people don't really watch the long anime series like Bleach, you know, One Piece, Fairy Tale, uh, Toroku, Dragon Ball, you know, the long, long ones. So they're not used to the fillers. You know, there's so many animes that comes out nowadays that are just, you know, 26 episodes, 12 episodes. Actually, 26 is actually now becoming like a lot now, isn't it? That's, yeah. And it's sad because, you know, that's like an average. You know, that's like a, just a small average show. That's like a binging show. But, you know, those particular shows, they don't really do fillers because they don't need to because they're so quick. But when you got the long, uh, you know, shows like Dragon Ball Z or Bleach and all this other stuff, you know, just be prepared for fillers. Just deal yeah. with it. Be be happy that they're investing in the show to give you peaks and valleys. They're trying to give you, again, a climax to build up to. But then it fleshes out the character. Um, dude... Just uh, all we can say to that is, what up with that? You know, mm. dude, I like that. I, I like see what that. you did there. I know, I know. Uh, next one is uh, P.S. Please, okay. I want to have a Jimmy Fallon moment here, dear Sony. Why'd you build such a badass system with not enough storage for all my games? Uh, I would like to have more than twelve games, but I can't because I don't have enough storage space. Sony, what up with that? Dude, <laughs> I love that shit. That was awesome. Oh, uh, I want to cry. Oh, dude. But this is. I know. Why. I know. And then Sony. good night, Julia. Thank, thank you. No, Julia, you. Thank you. But Sony, come on, man. And the same thing with Xbox, except for Xbox. You, I actually sent you the picture when I got my five uh, terabyte external hard drive for Xbox. Uh, I got that five terabytes for 125 bucks. Sony is. I wish that you would have more internal storage so I don't have to buy these deals and then fucking install an external hard drive or either change my internal hard drive to 2 terabyte. I want a system that has the power and the graphics and everything that I've ever desired, but with a little bit more storage. What up with that? Hmm. Uh, next thing on what up with that is why are wrestlers just dying? Uh, this was the latest news. Big Van Vader has less than two years to live. He has a heart condition. Hmm. So I mean, if you if you watch his match, I, I do believe it was Stan Hansen over in Japan 
um, doing some you know hard style wrestling. He got hit in the eye. And his eye popped out in the middle of the match, and he kept fighting like Van Vader. Mm. He wears the mask. I've always loved Vader. Yeah. Vader comes, yeah. and he comes out. Vader is fucking cold, but he has less than two years to live because of a heart issue. So huh. it kind of made me happy to kind of hear him on the Steve Austin show. Shout out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. You know, I got a surprise for you, oh. Mr. Bailey, coming Dude, up we're, from... We're, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, God yeah, damn it. So There's I been a lot of surprises. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, but also, I love hearing Van Vader at the Hall of Fame, you know, a couple of years ago talking and just hearing his interviews and learning a little bit more about him and how he grew up. Uh, it makes me appreciate his work that much more. Um, and that right now is the end of What Up With That. I like it. Yeah, dude. Told you I had a little surprise for you. All right, well, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and come pause for the cause to the draws, and we'll come back with Anime Shmanime. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening to the Elijah Bailey Show with me and Richard here, so I want to take a quick second so we can all show some thanks to the sponsors of the show. Are you looking for a place where you and your family can actually learn martial arts to defend yourself? Then come on down to 2201, that's 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, for Bailey Martial Arts Institute. This is a place that's not going to BS you. Just take your money and waste your time. If you want to learn martial arts so your family can defend themselves and create a stronger bond and build confidence, self-assurance, honesty, integrity, perseverance, and self-control into your child, come on down to Bailey Martial Arts Institute, again located at 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73003. You can find everything that you need to know about us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up Bailey Martial Arts Institute. On Twitter, go to BMAI underscore Edmond. Courtney. I'm Allison. I'm Emma. I'm Kelsey. I'm Sonia. And I'm Laura. And we are the Chick Panel of Chicks with Flicks. A podcast where ladies look at movies aimed at the guys, dudes, and bros of the world with new episodes every other Tuesday. And we love the Elijah Bailey Show. And we're back with Casey Kasem's Chub Casey, I missed you. Oh, yeah. Oh, Range Savage. You make me feel like I need to snort a line. Of that macho man. Macho man Randy fucking Savage. <laughs> Randy Savage, he can't cuss on this show. It's a clean show. Isn't this a clean show? Nope. Nope. No fucking way, dude. Fuck no. So now we're heading into anime shmanime. Yes. Yes. In today's episode, we are going to... Are we even going to talk about what animes we're watching, or are we just going to just dive right in uh, okay. to the bebop? Let's 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 do. What are you watching right now? Uh, yeah. I ain't watching that goddamn okay. motherfucker thing. I think I'm watching. Um, I'm, I just finished Gundam Origins episode four, I believe, which is cool. They're hour long uh, episodes episodes of Gundam, uh, mm. the 007 University uh, Universe of Century, yeah, uh, universe basically. Yeah. So they're telling stories of what happened, what led up to the one year war. As any Gundam fan knows, the one year war is when you got Shar Asimo and uh, Zeon and yeah. Air Federation and uh, Amaro Ray. Uh, going at it. So this is a prequel to that whole story. It's more a follow Char's story because you actually get to see him as a little boy growing up, entering uh, Zeon, having a relationship with Garen Zabi. And, um, you know, just his mindset, His the episode that just came on was how did he form a relationship with Lala, which is, okay. you know, people who know Gundam. Lala was a character that came in towards the, inner, the later half, and you're just like, okay, who's this chick? That must be Char's girlfriend. But you actually figure that out. And then you also figure out where... 
How does Shar how does Shar ever even get his name? Yeah. And what was so cool about this last episode is that it was like the first mobile suit battle episode Dude. because this is this is before the one year war. Yeah. So there were really wasn't mobile suits were just used for construction projects. So the like Earth Federation headed in real life. I hope so, and then best believe <laughs> I, I'm gonna get enlisted. But it was cool because like you got the Earth Federation thinking that their forces are already superior, then Zeon's mobile suits, and then Earth Federation. I think they had like like 12, 13 different mobile suits. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything. But then on Zeon's side, you had Char, Rumble Raw, and the Black TriStar unit. Dude. Five of the, like, the elite, the elite. Them of Zeon. Yeah. <laughs> like, in this situation. So, yeah, it, it was it was actually a really good episode. It, it kind of rushed through the ending, but it was good. And uh, that's all I've been watching outside Dude. of uh, Cowboy Bebop because I watched that, like, I take my medicine. Dude, uh... I don't know if you guys can hear that. I'm I'm getting some vodka and orange juice. Over vodka. Here. Uh, yeah, it's, it's vodka. Not, not Russia. Vodka. Eh? Fucking vodka. Vodka. Eh? But um, yeah. Vodka. 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 Eh? It's a fucking mother Russia. Eh? You're fucking American. That's what, that's how that's you know my basic conversations with Russians. You fucking Americans and vodka. But um, I've been watching what uh, this week's or, or this month's anime of the month, Yuri on Ice, because. It was on Anime Watch Watch for another one of my podcasts. A little bit of anime with Monica Robinson. But uh, really, I've been catching up on my reading of manga. Uh, Karate uh, Shokoshi Kohanu Minoru, which is something that we talked about, damn, like within the first 10 episodes of this podcast. is a Shotokan karate-based uh, martial arts manga. And they're right now, they're in the middle of a kickboxing match. Minoru is trying to find his own path and be his own martial artist while he's basically going up against like Muay Thai's champion of a couple years ago who's also a very elaborate cheater so when he needed money he would take dives and cheat his way to earn a, a bit a better payday for I think he, he's got like eight or nine wives dude so hmm. that's where that manga's headed and then I just finished up Toriko Toriko finished up their series um I know that Bleach is coming to the end of their series uh, and then I'm re- catching up on One Piece. I'm like 20 chapters behind. Mm. So that's all I've been doing. But what we wanted to talk about today, and you heard that music. If you don't know that music, and I'm talking to you, fucking Monica, if you don't know that damn music, and, and that's why I gave her Fanime Watch Wop, that's Cowboy Bebop. <sighs> Cowboy Bebop is one of the best. If you're giving it a top, it is not top 10, not top five, it's a list of top three anime. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. And, and Cowboy Bebop is up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to give the, the lowdown on, on Bebop? Or? <sighs> well, I, I'll give the basic lowdown, okay? okay. It, it started, it was, an, it was an anime that started in 98, 1998. Yeah. Uh, it had about 26 episodes, correct? Mm-hmm. 26, yes. Yeah, 26. And what, what's so cool, I think it first ran from April 3rd uh, all the way up to June 26th of 1998 uh, as season one for the first couple of episodes. And it came back on October 24th. And ran through all the way April twenty fourth, nineteen ninety nine, to finish it off. It had two different mangas, but uh, I mean, what's so cool about Cowboy Bebop is that they went into it trying to break anime barriers. Oh yeah, and then it ended up breaking a lot of Western barriers for anime. Um, and it's even hard to even label what yeah. Cowboy Bebop genre fits into. Uh, yeah, they've tried before, like space western, uh, neo noir, yeah, comedy. Uh, adventure, action, a little bit of you know, gunslinger. Yeah, like you said, thriller. I mean, there's there's so much into it, and uh, I yeah. mean, God, I, I know it. It is a love. It was it was the it's, first love. It's it's definitely the first love. And what's so cool about it? It's it's, it's an older anime. Like it's, I mean, honestly, it's almost twenty years, about to be twenty Dude. years old. That's crazy. 
but it's something that they the, the styling of it is so good you can easily go back and go back watch, and watch it. it. Oh, it holds yeah. up, and that's what gave especially birth. the Blu-ray copy. Like oh, I got dude. that at home, and I was that's one I've been watching so much, and it just looks it's crystal clear. It's not mm. grindy whatsoever. Great pickup, and the music. I mean, if you each, haven't heard already, is, is, is based, based off, off of yeah, it's based songs. off a, a movie song, mm. or not movie song, but a song. Yeah, in the name of the episode. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's. I want you to give like the brief synapsis, and then I'm Synap- just going synapsis. Yeah, then I'm just going to yeah. punch well, you. <laughs> I'm going to punch you. Okay? I want to say that um, Outlaw Star, the TV series, was 1998, and it felt like they were like trying to pull straight from Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, because they had a good, uh, good music soundtrack yeah. too. Um, the synapsis is basically. <laughs> now, I wanted to, I wanted to read it like straight out. Like I can give you the synapsis. No, okay, yeah, no, go ahead and read it. Okay, hang on. The main man. story focused on Spike and his deadly rival with vicious. I feel like. Um, oh, it was. It was yeah, always that's, about that's them main, and Julia. Yeah, and, and Julia. Who was which Spike's I, girl. No, it was originally Vicious' girlfriend. I know, but... And then she, she, yeah, she did she, some she, trifling she, shit. Hey. And Spike, not being the true homeboy that he was supposed to be to Vicious, uh, did some hoish shit. Who, did, who does Vicious remind you of? Sephiroth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I they're, mean, they're, dude, they're, it's crazy because I actually, I actually fell in love with Vicious around the same time yeah, yeah. that I was falling in love with Sephiroth. Yeah. And um, yeah, those two are like I hold them Dude. like up. You can't for, see my hands, but I'm like reaching, reaching, reaching to the heavens. And for people so bad, they're so good, dude. No, like all, most of my good, most of my evil dudes that I focus on or that I admire, yeah. they're they're truly good people. We just, yeah. they just want to either a they've been heartbroken so they don't give a fuck anymore, yeah, or, or b they just want to destroy fucks, the world. He did not give. Oh no, 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 no. And to go into the mafia world with a sword. Oh, yeah, you got to respect that. So basically, Uh. Vicious and uh, Spike uh, were a part of the Red Dragon Syndicate. And through this syndicate, I guess it was, I will say, like a Chinese syndicate. Uh, Vicious was the, uh, I believe he was like the, no, Spike was the hitman. I think Vicious was the enforcer. Mm -hmm. Um, But they did a lot of missions together, bonded, whatnot. And then uh, Vicious dated this girl named Julia. And Spike comes through, takes Julia, fakes his death because he wants to get out of the syndicate. Yeah, he wants to get out of that. And Julia was down with that. Yeah. Shit went bad. Vicious found out. It got real. Julia went in hiding. Spike became a cowboy, which in I think is 2071 yeah. is the year that Cowboy Bebop takes place. place in, yeah. And basically what has happened to Earth is her Earth has uh, – there's a huge accident with this hyperspaceway gateway that allows you to travel – at light speed like through a, different... Uh, you control a wormhole, Yeah, yeah, that makes space traveling a lot more better. So Earth is basically almost unlivable at this time. So you have these bounty hunters out here who help the ISSP, which is basically the space police force. Yeah, I know this is dude. tripping you out, huh? I tell you, I know, man, I love man, it, dude. Man, Cowboy Bebop hey. just rings bells now, to if, me. Here's a little bit of insight. This is what we, we should be giving to our Patreon guys, but, I mean, it's so short it doesn't matter. Like, I, I called you yesterday, or was it yesterday or Friday? Uh, I think it was Friday. Friday, and I was like, hey, what do you feel about doing the Cowboy Bebop episode? And he's I'm down. You know, I, I live and breathe this stuff. I said, now, do you have to go back and refer? And I was just fucking with him. You have to re- Don't you ever fucking do that to me again. Don't you <laughs> yeah, ever he, fucking. Elijah asked me, do yeah. I need to go back and even <laughs> review anything about Cowboy Bebop? And I was like, dude, don't you ever and fucking disrespect me. It, I think tonight... Uh, I was. I think that night, uh, the Cynthia of the Devil episode was coming on. The oh, one with the little dude. boy who got no, frozen oh. in time with the harmonica. Oh yeah, I know. That's. I love that. Yeah, I love the harmonica, dude. Yeah. I actually started uh, watching the episodes again because uh, when you were talking about the Blu-rays, I have not only I have two different versions. I got one from uh, Game Exchange, like uh, where it was the Cowboy Bebop remix, 
where they had redubbed with Funimation. I have the original box series, and I have the Blu-rays, too. There's only, like, three shows I buy, Blu-ray and DVDs. Dragon Ball Z, Cowboy Bebop, and a Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, I think I wouldn't mind watching Yu Yu. Uh, go and bring one of those copies up here if I can look at you, Scary. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, Cowboy Bebop, I only got two, actually. I got uh, a couple of different Gundam Blu-rays, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, I got the the normal um, box set of Cowboy Bebop. I think yeah. they came out, like, I want to say two years ago. Long ass time ago. Was it was long? like, it had to be. Well, I remember Amazon dropped one for a special okay. one, like, about like, two I want to say maybe two, three years ago, and okay. that's when I got. That's about right. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so Cowboy Bebop, that's what it is. It's uh, the space, and what's so cool about Cowboy Bebop? They don't really go about the history of the syndicate or anything like that. No, that's yeah. just to, that's just to let you know where they came from at that time, and then it jumps. And yeah, go go love, and tell us what is dude, the main concept of Cowboy Bebop. The, well, the main concept of Cowboy Bebop is a, the crew of the Bebop. Each person has their own individual story, which you know Richard kind of mentioned. You have Spike. Who's with the syndicate? You know, when it became a bounty hunter with Jet, who was with the police force. It's Jet Black. Yeah, oh, dude. God damn it. That's why. That's why the game room is called Wakanda because it's Jet Black. Dude. <laughs> I should have called it the Bebop. Actually, you should have. Well, you can. You know, I can switch it up. You know, we haven't we haven't got you a neon sign yet, so we can always figure okay. something out. You know what I want? I want those neon portal signs that that uh, I sent to you, Brandon and Dakovin, like a year ago. It's like one with uh, orange neon around a mirror. Oh, I do blue. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit would be cold. But uh, I get off. I get off. Then you, you run into Faye Valentine, who has also been um, uh, hibernating. She's been in, yeah, in she, spaces. She, she's kind in of like, like a cryogenic uh, freeze state. Yeah. Uh, because right before the Earth was about to get destroyed. She disease. She, she got disease, and they were hoping that they were going to find a cure in the future. So that's where about how she survived the whole calamity that happened to the Earth. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have, it's almost like G Gundam where they have, like, Neo-America and stuff like that. They mm-hmm. go to Mars. I mean, again, this is a space uh, show, so they're driving, they're flying around everywhere. Then you run into uh, Ed and Ayn. And Ed. Yes. Ed Huang. Uh, what do you call it? Ed, Ed, Ed's Edward, got a long-ass name. Edward Wong something the third. Uh, all it says is Ed Wong, Edward up. Wong. I know. I got a, the full name. Edward. But here, while you're looking at it, go uh, ahead and talk about uh, Yeah, Ayn. Edward and Ayn. And Ayn was on like their reefer episode, dude. You know that, that Jamaican music they have playing in the back? Everybody's getting high on this planet. And there was a, a dog, a corgi. That's why like 95% of the corgis in the U.S. are named Ayn for Einstein. And, um, you know, this, this dog is uh, being kept in this briefcase by this guy that had reconstructive surgery, his bones, his face, and he's a, a bounty for Spike to follow, Spike and Jet, because they bring in bounties to make money. Because you learn from the first episode. His name is Kareem. Kareem? Yeah. Oh, dude. They didn't throw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, yeah, motherfucker. Okay, dude. <laughs> this is why I love Cowboy Bebop, because as much stuff as you watch, because, I mean, I went back and watched, when I started watching this, uh, as soon as I got Hulu, I watched the episode in. I watched it sub and I watched it dub, and I go back and forth and see what the differences were in the in the language and the mm-hmm. translation. Uh, but yeah, you. I have yet to actually do that, dude. It's 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 nice. Like when the Spike is talking to uh, the lady where they're doing the the coyote with the red eye. When they're oh, on the Mars. first episode, yeah, yeah, and he's talking to her and he takes that sandwich. One version of it is you know oh, I can't help him when my stomach gets growling. The other one's like oh I'm a goofball, I'm a comedian. So hmm. it's kind of like that. But, um, yeah, the bebop consists of Jet, Spike, Faye, Ayn. It's Ed Rondo, Juan, Lu, Papalu, Chaparuski, Yonsan, the third. Damn. That's what, call, call her Ed for short. Yeah. And 
you said it right there, call her because she looks like a boy. Yeah, she's like and, a little boy, a little black boy with orange hair, but, but she's, she's actually a girl. A chick. Yeah. And she's super smart and I am the she's dog. a hacker. Yeah. Yeah, is smart too. So you have uh you, you know, your your muscle, which is Jet, the grizzled old mean ass man with a bionic arm. Then you have Spike, he does and we talked about this before, he practices Jeet Kundo, which is an art style by, you know, Bruce Lee. Then Faye is a con artist. Mm-hmm. So she's good. I mean, Faye is like the Nami of Cowboy Bebop. Nami from One Piece. Oh, okay. Like Nami always yeah. steals money. And then, you know, like you said, Ayn and Ed. Yeah, and what's together. so cool about Ayn is like they actually got Ayn's name because it's short for uh, Einstein. Yep. And um, I don't think it was until the later episodes. I want to say, I think the episode's name was Brain Scratch, but I can't remember which episode it was on. But uh, that's actually when they realized that Ayn had a data-like uh, human mm-hmm. brain yeah. because he was able to navigate uh, crazily this computer system and uh, hack different operations and yeah, everything. Dude. Like it was nobody's business. He had like this little like VR headset just uh, nodding his head and navigating. That's what it, makes uh, the Bebop awesome, though. Because I can't – it's going to bug me. I got to look it up because it was the episode right before uh, – Edward's last episode with the Bebop because she was hey, episode twenty three because Edward's last episode was twenty four yep. before she left the Bebop because she ran every, into her dad ran to her dad and, and then all anime that, dads ain't shit dude mm, he showing ain't shit too dude. had to be sad that he was a black man too he was a brother he was a brother motherfucker he was a brother hey you know what speaking of Cow Bebop this is another one I did appreciate Bebop Bebop did have a lot of multicultural in it yeah and it they really did diverse. not have the aspect of the big lips black guy. Yeah, they didn't. There was yeah, a like, we talked about. They did have the froze, um, because it's like the episode that uh, Ed meets her dad. There was other black characters in this Around, episode, yeah. yeah, and they were just you know normal, cool body. Yeah, they had a little, 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 you know, a little slang with them, but they were actually pretty. But it it, it, it trips me out on DBZ how like. You can draw every other, like, Asian, everything else with regular lips, but then you have to draw these fucking ultimate muscle, Konikuman, big booty lips on the black people. Yeah. I'm like, come on, dude. Come on. So let me uh, let me ask about uh, some things. Did you, anything else you want to describe about it? So nah. I mean, each episode, they basically go after these bounties. Yeah, they go after different bounties. There's there's even an episode that, uh, where you run into somebody that's like Spike. Uh, looks like Spike. A yeah, white version of Spike. white version with blonde but hair, the he cowboy. Pisses, he pisses off Spike because... He's he's lame. He's you know he's lame. He's not he's not as disciplined as Spike. And he's more free flowing, free thought, carefree. But um, each episode, you don't have to come in at the beginning of the series hmm. because each episode is its own individual episode that makes that whole arc come together. Like towards the end, that's when you know Spike's like. And even towards the end, I think the first time I watched it back mm-hmm. then because it aired on Adult Swim, I think in two thousand one yeah. or two thousand. Uh, yeah. When I first watched it, I didn't really understand. Because it's only like three episodes that they actually talk about the syndicate and yeah. the main arc of Spike and Vicious Rival. I thought the whole syndicate was cool. I mean, yeah. who didn't? It was a you know red dragon syndicate, and you see these people in these raw ass black suits, you know, Armani. doing shit. Man, Armani, oh, you dude. If I had an Armani suit, mm-hmm. I'd be fighting motherfuckers every day. Like, oh damn, what's wrong with him? Uh, you know, mafia. I got a couple questions. I'm going to say okay. to the end for you, okay? Okay. okay. Kobe, but let's continue. Uh, anything else? Like, uh, I'm just going to say, like the, the whole fact, the whole deal that you can just watch each other these shows individually, and then the music makes every single scene in this show. Like you have Yoko, you have the seatbelts. I mean, every every person that had a hand in, in creating the music is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The music is like beyond. Yeah. I mean. 
<laughs> how many how many uh, soundtracks do they have for Bebop? Like shit, dude. I want to say like four or five different yeah. soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. You at can least. find them on iTunes. You can go to iTunes and download. Yeah, yeah. 11 you can even go on Spotify and search Color yeah. Bebop, and they'll give you a quite a few of their you know songs song. either from the show or songs that's been related to the show. And what's so cool about it? I didn't even know this until I tried doing this on Spotify. Is that they got a song called Rain, and Tech Nine, which is actually one of my favorite rappers, he actually did a song. Off of that, Damn. off that beat, I gotta let you listen to it after the show. But um, I mean, that's pretty much Cowboy Bebop. If you have not seen it, I think you should definitely, definitely watch it. It's something that you can easily watch. Like we were saying in the beginning, the artwork is still really good. Uh, it's it's one of those all time favorites. Anybody who's been watching anime for you, you know for a long it. time, you know, you hear Cowboy Bebop, you look at you look at the person. Because you don't know if they're about to be disrespectful or not. Yeah. And, and then you then, just nod and say, yeah. And yeah, there, there's, there's seven soundtracks like, on, seven? on iTunes. Wow. Dude, more than any other anime I can think of. Hell Besides, yeah. Unless it's a, an extended running series. but Even those, man, especially even nowadays, you don't find too many animes that took so much time and, and money into uh, their soundtrack, let yeah. alone. And they even came out with a movie, uh, a one long short movie uh, about some butterflies and stuff like yeah. that and death. And it was it was good. I mean, that's no, what it was, got it was other great. people hooked on Cowboy Bebop from that movie, which was completely different. But the opening scene, uh, Spike walking into a convenience store, whooping everybody's ass, mm. dude, that, that capsulates your soul right there. So, all and, right. and what style does uh, Spike fight as? Jeet Kune Do. That's what. Jeet Kune Do. Yeah. That's what Bruce, Bruce Lee fought yeah. as, right? That's and Bruce Lee created Jeet Kune Do based off of other martial arts styles that he studied up until you know he finally finalized his his theory and his his thought process. He's very thought provoking. Put a lot of books, wrote down everything, and also questioned everything he learned to see what was realistic and what wasn't. And he was one of the first kinesiologists as a martial artist to actually uh, write it down and verbalize it to his students. So, uh, one more thing else I want to hit on is that you can tell this is like a '90s show yeah. because like everybody smokes. Yeah, yeah everybody's <laughs> smoking everywhere. Jet smoking on the on the bebop, cooking up. Uh, was it Mushrooms. beef and bell peppers, yeah. but with no beef? Oh uh, yeah, that's so, exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. All right, so let's take another pause for the cause. We'll be right back to the final thoughts of the Elijah Bailey show. Thank you for downloading this episode. You're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on. Please rate and review. Those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you. And John Stone's a little bitch. We're back now, Joe. <laughs> Is he here? He should be. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to get pushed back as far as we did. Yeah, sorry about so, that. Um, um, I was doing something cool for One Mic, One Voice, did their first real live episode. So uh, just a quick plug in. Um, if you guys want to look listen to all the episodes that record here at Black and uh, Black and Studios, at least the ones that are choosing to do live, you can find us on Spreaker. That's s p r e a k e r dot com. Search Black and Studios, and you'll see even Elijah Bailey's show we did last week. You will see the one mic one voice shows on there. So check us out there. It'll give you a way to actually chat live with us while we're recording, and do it while do it now while it's still free. <laughs> yeah, do it do it while you can. Yes, but we are talking about. My passion, my love, my, my anime that is up here above Gundam. And you will never, ever hear me say about anything else. Yeah, what you, <laughs> yes. yes. All right, so, so what are your questions? Uh, yeah, I have a couple questions for you, man. I just wanted to ask you about this. I know you got a love for Cowboy Bebop. Um, and we, I want to hear back from our listeners, too. Like, let us know 
what is your favorite? If you have seen Cowboy Bebop, first question is, what's your favorite episode? Okay. So we already talked about the the one with the little boy, but I'm I'm gonna change mine up to uh Cowboy Funk where he gets uh Spike is getting chased by that maniac, the serial killer. Oh, the creepy dude. Yeah. Oh, the little because the the one with the big ass body and skinny, like yeah, he missed leg day the, every the day. Hat and everything, like the little kid that's stuck into that mint. Yeah, yeah, that's a be, creepy episode. See, that's the reason I like it because no other episode, no other episode was like that, and you didn't get to see Spike get his ass whooped like that no, throughout he, the series. Yeah, he that, and that one. Episode. What, what episode number is that? that? Is episode um twenty two. Twenty two. So episode twenty two. Um, but I did also like Wild Horses, where you meet the other cowboy. The other cow- counterpart. So I was like, "Yes, he's got a counterpart." But that one right there, Cowboy Funk, dude, that yeah, was that was a creepy, dark episode. Because I because I used to, I mean, it come when it came back on uh, Adult Swim, you watch it at night, and you're like, "Holy shit, what the fuck is that?" He's just laughing. <laughs> he got that smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, and then beating the fuck out of Spike. I'm like, "There's nobody that can beat." And beating him wearily too, like he yeah. was like floating in the air and everything. Yeah. Like, so that like, was my favorite because it it brought that other aspect of. All right, what happens when they come up against something they can't beat? Because can Jet help them? Who, who can who can help Spike? Spike is the a cat. Yeah, a yeah, cat had really. Help. <laughs> yeah, he's scared of cats, but Spike is the shit in the in the show. So, all right, what next your, question. Wait, 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 what was your favorite episode? <sighs> yeah, dude, my favorite episode. Uh, um, let me actually look up the name. I know which episode it is. This episode. This is actually the last, the second to last episode, episode twenty five. Oh, and. Uh, uh, it's, the Real it's Folk Blues Part 1. Part 1. Yeah. And that's my favorite episode because of the fact it has my favorite line in it as well. And that's another question I want to ask you, which is, what is your favorite line from Kirby Bob? But, so Vicious plans a coup d'etat mm-hmm. to the Red Dragon Syndicate. He wants to take over. Right now it's led by three old uh, elders, basically. They thought they had the lick on him. They put him in the handcuffs, threw him in the basement, and they were like, you have to be permanently asked. You have to be in front of a firing squad and get executed, right? Yeah. So in front of that executing squad, he does say a couple words that were super cool. But the best line that he says during his uh, execution, he breaks loose. The real version of his coup d'etat takes place. Yeah, He gets in front of one of the elders, pulls out his blade. You never see this guy with a gun. Pulls out his blade, looks at the elder and say, you will bleed tears of scarlet. Or you will shed tears of scarlet. Dude, that's nice. That is, that is so beast. Of a statement. And he smiled. Slipped the dude right across his face. And sure enough, he was crying red tears. Dude, mm. that is cool. Yeah, I like mm. that shit, dude. Mm. Mm. <laughs> What's your favorite character? Or who is your favorite character? Come on, dude. It's, it's, it's Spike, dude. It's Spike Spiegel. Nah, I, like, I like Spike because, you know, he has his pistol, but the rest is just... And I, I gravitate more towards characters that use hand-to-hand combat because mm-hmm. I'm a martial artist. So, I mean, I love that about Spike, but I love his demeanor, too. You know, he's kind of carefree, uh, but he's still disciplined, which is kind of weird. Like, he has that lack of daisicalness to him, but he's still disciplined and he still is dependable because I think he is the center point of the bebop, and when he goes off to finish his story... That's when everybody starts to go their own ways, you know. Yeah. So, Spike is my favorite. Well, I think, of course, everybody already knows my favorite character is Vicious, yeah. <laughs> just because his 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 cold darkness and just how he just truly has, like you said earlier, he lost all fucks, like all fucks were thrown out the window. Yeah. And for him to be knowing that Spike is on his way at the very last mission or the very last episode, and how he was just sitting at the top of the building like a boss. Yeah. With the katana? Waiting. Everybody else got guns. Boy, Vicious stayed with the katana. 
And I even like Shannon Lynn, even though they had like small parts. Those are two uh, brothers who work for the syndicate who you could tell had a love for Spike and the old ways. But, you know, because they're so loyal to the syndicate as well, they did what was right through the syndicate. So that was pretty cool. That that was all my questions, man. That was all my questions. I thought you would know my favorite line. And then. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I guess because I threw mine in there. What is your yeah. favorite line? I, I got two, and it's the one that we already talked about: the bell peppers and beats. Okay, like it's the very first episode, so it's the first thing that you hear from Spike and Jed. Spike, and I actually got to hear. You said uh, bell peppers and beef. There's no beef in here, so you wouldn't really call it bell peppers and beef, now would you? And the Jed says, "Yes, I would." He said, "Well, it's not." He's like, "It is when you're broke." I just thought that shit was so funny. I was like, "You guys are supposed to be bounty hunters, y'all broke." And then he goes <laughs> to an explanation talking about how come, like, Spike crashed uh, his uh, his ship into into some shit and built uh, fucked up buildings and everything, and that's where all their money went. And then my other one was when because uh, you always saw it at the end of the show, but when Spike just pointed his finger and said "bang," I was like, mm, "Oh, yeah. dude, that's bang!" And then he fell down the stairs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That is cold. So yeah, dude, that that was all the questions that's you have for had, me. Man. Uh, do you have a favorite song in particular? Yes. My favorite song is called Call Me. Okay. Um, that song by far is my favorite song because that kind of helped me while I was going through treatment, mm-hmm. uh, when I was sick. And that song speaks on, it was actually more a Faye Valentine song. Yeah. Uh, cause she was confused about her past and whatnot. But, uh, the song talks about, you know, trying to find peace of mind. It's almost like you hear a guy, it's not like a love song. He's calling out to his girlfriend, but he's actually calling out to where have I misplaced peace of mind? You know, can you call me back? Because I, I need you. I'm stressed out. So that by far is my favorite, favorite song. song. Yeah. See, I like Piano Black. <sighs> piano yeah. Black, dude. I don't care if it's live or anything else, but I also like that uh, New York Rush. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just good. Uh, also, Tank the the yeah, chorus. Yeah, Tank is, and there's. I mean, one, I like them all because I mean, if you listen, you look at my playlist. That I go to sleep with. Yeah, yeah. You know, Good Night Julia is on there. Piano Black is on there. Uh, Green is on there. Oh, and um, Cato Mars. It's a goofy ass song. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I love that song too. But I mean, there's so many. But those there's four main songs of Cowboy that like I listen to. There's deals I do in training where I just have headphones in. That way I can't hear people's footsteps and stuff and use other senses. And I'll put that shit on, and my whole fight will be based off of New York dude, Rush. I remember that day that some, we worked out with, tra- oh, with Cal Bebop. That was like the highlight Cowboy day of the Bebop workout. Gets you I think we, we even fought that day, too. Oh, yeah, we have yeah, to. If you listen to yeah. so. Cowboy Bebop is just fucking a phenomenal show. We were actually wrong. There's 27 episodes. I thought it was 26. 27 episodes you can find on Hulu. You find it on uh, YouTube. You can buy the DVDs, Blu-rays. I'm not sure. It should be on Funimation. I don't think it's on Crunchyroll, but, I mean, it's one of the most beloved anime series. Some people say it's underrated. Some people say it's overrated. I mean, watch the show and be a judge for yourself. Yeah, just love it. Just love it for, you know, who cares what other people are saying. About it being overrated, underrated. I love it. I yeah. think it's my best, you know, one of my best animes, period. Yeah, one of my favorites. So where can people find you, Richard? They can find me at Blackened Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also email me at podcast at blackenedstudios.com. And definitely feel free to go to the website, blackenedstudios.com. Yeah, and you can find me on Facebook, The Elijah Bailey Show. Also, Instagram and Twitter, at Elijah Bailey Show, S-H-O, without the W. Make sure to stay tuned for our 60-second update for podcasts, anime, manga, all the good shit that you want to know about that's going down this week and this month. I'm Elijah Bailey. I'm Richard Taplin. And see you later, Space Cowboy. All 
Alright folks, I'm back. Anime of the Month is Yuri on Ice, following Yuri Kotsky as he makes a triumphant return from his failed attempt at the figure skating Grand Prix. Follow him on his journey on Crunchyroll. Manga of the Month is Death Note, follow Light Yagami as he finds a book from a god of death and decides to make the world in his own image. He gives out his own justice. Podcast of the week is The Misha Tate Show. Professional UFC fighter Misha Tate goes beyond the octagon to have conversations with the interesting characters in her life. Celebrities, athletes, thought leaders, and moguls. Misha and her guests leave no topic unturned. Join the conversation. And last but not least, cosplay of the week comes from the It Looks Like killed on instagram she did a wonderful master roshi last week majin boo uh, lord beerus also disney characters like elsa from frozen so go check her out show her your love and support and follow her see you guys next week on the elijah bailey show